One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast. I am Luke Owen, D.A.D., and I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment, Denise Salcedo. How's it going, Denise? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we you'll hear it uh, in this actual episode, but we sort of got the breaking news as it happened that Triple H has announced he is officially retired from wrestling now. So kind of like it's a bit of a downer episode, like downer ending for the episode. Yeah. I wasn't, ex- I mean, I knew he was going to be on first take, but I did, to be honest, I didn't know what time that aired. Um, so man, I'm, d- I'm really sad. Honestly, that's all I can say right now. I'm really sad. I need time to like digest Protest all it. of this. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, well, let's get into the main show. Now we'll talk about uh, that maybe in the outro portion of this show, uh, because first up, we need to talk about WrestleMania night one and what should be the main event. Here is the show. What should be the main event of WrestleMania 38 Night 1? Or who should be the main event of WrestleMania Night 1? I am Luke Owen at DAD, and I'm joined as always on this Friday Team Danuk show by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment. You may know her from Fightful. You may know her from her own channel, Instinct Culture. You may know her from this podcast or... That new WWE show about bad guys that was on last night. You kept that one quiet. It's Denise Salcedo. How's it going, Denise? I like how you're like, you kept that one quiet. I told you, Luke. No, you didn't. Yeah, I totally did. Nuh-uh. Yes, I did. No, you did not. I said, I am going to be busy on, I don't even think I came in that day to wrestle. No, wait, that was on a Tuesday. Maybe I didn't tell you. You did not tell me. You told me about some things. But that was not one of. I didn't mention a docu series. No, you did not. Oh, I thought I told you. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> My <It's> bad. <laughs> I I knew I told somebody, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I think that was on Tuesday. Never mind. <laughs> well, yeah, the point is, I did bad. tell somebody. Um. Yeah. So, how was the uh, the filming of that? Um. Uh, you were, uh, the first episode was on last night. Yeah, well, actually, they're all out right now. Like, you can watch them all on the Peacock. I don't know how the situation is on the network. But uh, so I filmed those back in November of last year. And I um, 
It was it was at Butum and Murray in like a studio in Los Angeles, and uh, they had me come in, and basically they told me like you're gonna be talking about like Randy and Sasha Banks and Stephanie, and I was there for like two hours, okay. But you know how it is, like they interview you for like a long time, and then you get like two like two seconds in on like an actual documentary because obviously they interview like a lot of people and then just take like whatever fits into their what the story that they're trying to tell. So um, I think I got like two parts in the Randy documentary, like two parts in the Sasha Banks. I didn't see anything in the Stephanie one, but I haven't watched the entire thing. Like I just kind of skimmed, but I don't think I'm in that one, but I did shoot footage for it. So I was there for like two hours recording footage and whatnot, but um, it was pretty fun. It was a fun experience. It was just like a bunch of questions and just, you know, answering it. So there was like a lot more that I said that just didn't air. I just checked. It's not on the W. It's not on the UK version of the WWE Network, so it looks like it's a Peacock only thing. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that, yeah. well that makes sense because they're promoting it that way. They're like WWE Evil on the Peacock. So I wasn't sure if it was going to come out on the network or not. This seems like a Peacock only thing. Yeah, I am. Um, I I didn't really know what the show was. I just woke up this morning and I just saw a lot of people sharing pictures of Denise Salcedo being like, "Oh well, look, Denise is on this WWE show." Oh man, you hadn't heard of the show yet. Not they really announced know. it like two weeks ago or no like three weeks ago so it, it's no, it's two. a show it's a show about like so i you know i i do my intro for you i like i think of what my intro is going to be pretty much just before we go live and i was like oh right i'll mention that show that she did and then i was like oh, i don't know what the name of the show is so i'll just say it's that wwe show about baddies because i'm pretty sure that's what it's about it's about heels wwe right? evil so right, it's about like evil personas in wrestling yeah Cool. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Denise. Uh, when I, if it comes here, I will watch it. Otherwise, maybe I'll find, maybe I'll find another way to watch it. I'll use my VPN and I'll watch it that way. There you go. Exactly. Uh, there's a few people in the chat who are saying that my guest this week fall has fallen through. I teased something on yesterday's uh, AEW show that has not paid off. And I would like, tease? well, what I said was there may be a guest on today's show, but it's far from confirmed that it probably isn't going to happen. So who was it supposed to be? Do oh, I know this person? Uh, no, I mean, I will message you in the private chat. Uh, oh, okay. Here it is because they will be on the show at some point. Oh um, my God. Yeah. So really? it, it, yes, it, it, at some point, yes. But as, as currently far from confirmed. So we are just, we're, we're going through the process of things. You know who we need on that show, by the way. Oh, I know. Oh, I know exactly yeah. uh, who we need on that show, by the way. Don't worry. I was going to person... say, you need to make sure that person is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That person is aware. <laughs> okay. Um... Just making sure. Just making <laughs> yeah. sure. No, well, I, I hate that. to disappoint everybody that came in here thinking like, I don't know how you promoted it on the show. I didn't promote anything. I literally said. Like, I wasn't even going to say anything. And then all of a sudden, Ollie at the end of the show was like, do you want to tease who's on the show tomorrow? And I was like, they might not be on the show tomorrow, so let's not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, it, it's it's not It is half confirmed. We're just waiting to sort some things out. Okay, sounds yeah. good. That should be interesting when it does happen. When it does happen. Uh, anywho, so we're here to talk about WWE WrestleMania. Denise said you're going to be there. Um, next weekend in Dallas, are you excited for WrestleMania? I'm too stressed out to be excited, to be honest. <laughs> like in all fairness, there's just so much going on that week. And uh, I'm probably like the worst person to ask just because like every day I'll be 
working on something. So I have more of like this cloud of stress over my head where it's like, okay, this day's about that. This day's about this. This day's about that. But come WrestleMania is the least of my worries. It's the least of my concerns uh, because that's just the day where I show up, I sit down, and I watch the show. <laughs> so personally, uh, I am looking forward to WrestleMania night one and night two because I get to chill and just watch the show. Uh, that should be a good time. You know, there's so many matches that have been announced. I don't even think I know them all by heart. Uh, like there's only like a few where I'm like, okay, like this is the ones that I remember the most. And then there's a bunch of them that I'm like, oh yeah, that's happening too. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've been to AT&T Stadium. It's a pretty, it's pretty awesome stadium, you know, pretty huge to be in there. Uh, I've been to WrestleMania in you know in Dallas before in Arlington and it's an interesting week it's fun um I'm hoping I get down to go down to the rodeo but I doubt it, it does not gonna fit in my schedule so once again I get screwed out of the rodeo going in, in um in a Fort Worth Texas but anyways the point is I'll be in Texas for like a full week yeah, I was about to ask that because this shows my lack of Dallas and WrestleMania knowledge but this is not the same place that the last Dallas WrestleMania was in right no, it's the same place. Yeah. Oh, is it the same building? Yeah, it's the same building. I think. Like, it, it, then that yeah, one had like over building. that one had like over a hundred thousand people there, right? Dude, I'm pretty positive it's the same building. If not, then I'll just like I'll just feel dumb. But I'm yeah, AT and T Stadium. Let me look at a picture. Yeah, it's the same building, AT and T Stadium. Okay, cool. Just wanted to check because we're going to talk about the ticket sales for the show in just a little bit. Uh, because I was reading through the Observer today, and the question came up about. Who is going to main event night one of WrestleMania 38? Night two is set. That is Roman versus Brock, title unification. That is very much set. Uh, also on night two is RK Bro versus Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Titles, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, and the Women's Tag Title Four Way match. Uh, and Meltzer writes here the Seth Rollins storyline is listed as ending up with a match with Cody Rhodes which given the respective lineups at this stage would make the most sense for the Sunday. So that is likely going to be on the Sunday as well. Um, but when it comes to night one, that's still up in the air. So night one is uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship, Edge versus AJ Styles, The Usos versus Nakamura and Boogs, The Mysterios versus Logan Paul and The Miz, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, and The KO Show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So here is what uh, Meltzer had to write. There were reports this week that the Austin Owens segment would end the show. According to those in WWE, as of midweek, Flair versus Rousey was scheduled to close the show, but it was also noted that match order changes frequently and will continue to change until the day of the show. The only thing locked from the start has been Reigns versus Lesnar closing Sunday. It would go against tradition to have a non-title match go last, but if you think about it, the Owens-Austin segment probably should go last because it would be the biggest thing on the show and be expected to get the best reaction. Putting it in the middle would peak the show early, and putting it next to last would risk having people leave or heat being down for the Flair versus Rousey match, especially if it's late. Now, uh, Denise Salcedo, you, I've gone through the list there. You just heard uh, Meltzer's argument for perhaps the Owens-Austin segment main eventing. Where do you stand on this? 
Okay, so like looking at this like day one card and what's been announced and whatnot, for me, I I, I get the, the KO segment going last just because of Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? We all get that argument. But I do kind of feel like it's a little weird uh, with that going last and it not being like an actual matchup. It would be like, it would take, I think, the viewers and maybe me even just a second to get like accustomed to something like that. Uh, I don't think that it should be, I don't think it's, it should be Charlotte or Ronda. I, oh, yeah? I I just don't think that that match is hot enough. The storytelling has been just like, okay, I feel like it's one of those matches where you know you're getting it, so it's just you're, you've like settled. Like, okay, you're getting it. Okay, fine. But I just feel like Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair is just such a bigger deal than Charlotte and Ronda that I see that one as more of like, if we're going to be arguing about like what should be the main event, I think it should be Becky and Bianca. Like they're the ones with an actual story. They're the feud that feels hot to me. Uh, so personally, I think that should be the main event. But if it's not that, like the other option is edge aj styles i just don't think it should be charlotte and ronda yeah i, I get you what you're saying because it has been a lackluster feud uh but then again like so was bel-air banks last year and it was the main event and it was an incredible main event in the end um one of my favorite wrestlemania main events really but i, I totally get what you mean like it's such a cold feud at the moment whereas i think becky bel-air has been a much hotter feud i was my wife before i came up to record this my wife asked me what's the topic today? And I told her and I kind of ran through the options. And she said, as someone who knows nothing about wrestling, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey should be the main events because they're the two most recognizable names. And I was like, well, yeah, that's definitely yeah. true, especially given Ronda Rousey's name. Like if you're going to point it that's out to right. like somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling, uh, Ronda Rousey, you're gonna be like, well, that's the match with her in it. That should be the main event. Yeah. So I don't like, I completely like agree with her from the sense of like coming in here as a person that may not know, you know? Yeah, I, I get it as well. As a few people are pointing out in the comments as well, it would honor the Royal Rumble stipulation. She won the Royal Rumble. She gets to main event WrestleMania. With that said, uh, WrestleMania has like five main events at this point. So it's always just like, it's just one of the main events on this card. With regards to the Austin Kevin Owens thing, if it were a match, if it was actually the match that they wanted it to be, and it was Stone Cold Steve Austin's first match in 19 years, 100%, I say it should close the show. Totally get that from an argument. But a talk show main eventing WrestleMania, I, I've got zero interest in watching a talk show segment main event, a wrestling pay-per-view. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a little weird. But if you think about it too, like Austin's going to get the biggest pop of the night, right? Mm -hmm. So like the entire time people would be like, all right, like, you know, instead of going, you know, there's people that go home during the main event because they don't want to get stuck in the parking lot. They don't want to have to be dealing with all of that. You don't want like a million people trying to all get an Uber at the same time. Like it's kind of hectic. So, uh, you know, a lot of times I've seen people like, you know, they'll leave you know, before the show is over, I don't think people are going to leave if they haven't seen Austin yet, you know? Well, there's, I mean, to your point there. So looking at the ticket sales for night one, 60,500 tickets have been sold for night one compared to the 60,000, uh, 60,500 uh, tickets have been sold. They're set up for 65,000 in the building. Uh, night two has sold 58,500. So like night one is ahead of night two and Meltzer writes here that it's because of Austin. 
so he writes here, um, even with it being announced weeks ahead on the Sunday, if it were, this is where's the quote I'm looking for. Uh, it's been a very slightly ahead in sales and even in the secondary market and this was the case before Austin was announced the announcement of Austin has shown movement of tickets as day one is now further in front than day two it is very clear based on ticket selling patterns the tickets were bought for Wrestlemania but none of the matches actually announced have been needle movers if they were night one would have outdistanced the other sales and increased the pace of sales when the big matches were announced that didn't happen for Reigns versus Lesnar or Rousey versus Flair the only thing that has really shown a little bit of change is the Austin announcement. So to your point there, like people are going to the show to see Stone <clears throat> to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. And if he is the biggest draw of the night, then yeah, he should be the main event. Now here's the thing too. I'm looking at night two's card and it does not look that solid, man. Like I would probably like let's say I wanted to like the only match here that I have like interest in is literally Brock and Roman, right? Like that would be the one out of all of those that you'd be most interested in. I can't imagine buying tickets for night two of a card that's not that great just to watch a match that I've already seen. And that's yeah. like one of the problems. Like when you look at that and I'm thinking like, cause I've always thought, you know, it's weird that like, okay, let's just say like, if I'm going to WrestleMania, like, let's just say I'm like not covering this or anything. And I say, Hey, I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to go to both nights. Like I never got in like people that just go to one night or just go to two night. Like I got to do both. And that's it. Like if I'm going, I'm doing both. Right. So I've never gotten that, but like, let's say I had a choice. I would probably just gone to like night one because there you go. Like you have, you know, Becky and Bianca, which is what I want to see. Uh, Edge and oh man, I was gonna say, what else do I want to see? Edge and AJ. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, like it, those are like Edge and AJ, Charlotte and Ronda. Those are the three biggest matches of the night. So it's like night two really needs something else, like something big. And I know we mentioned the whole, you know, Seth Rollins, a uh, possibly Cody Rhodes thing happening on night two. Oh God, they need it so bad for night two. They really, really do. And that's kind of what Meltzer's writing here. Like it's all WWE sources. This is uh, directly from the Observer. All WWE sources indicate the belief that uh, is that the deal is done and the match is happening, and that any suggestion it isn't is not the case. Those who are close to the situation who are suggesting otherwise have a one person in WWE called that silliness at this point. Obviously, from obviously from television this week, the angle hasn't changed at all, and the key thing on the show is that Rollins' inability to get on WrestleMania. Uh, and there's also this is a very interesting point. This is something that. Uh, Sean sort of teased on the Fightful Raw review that you guys did. Um, this is from Russell Votes. Two very high-profile people were adamant to the boss that if, when, Cody Rhodes arrives, he should be exactly what he was in AEW. Presentation, ring gear, theme music, pyro, etc. Visual impact of the American Nightmare crossing the line is significant here. It definitely is significant. And this is really the opportunity that WWE has been like, waiting for but this is going to be like a real test like are they going to actually let cody be cody because you never know like he could get there and vince will be like eh, i don't get it i don't see the star in this guy you know like he may not see it and so like that is going to be interesting to see how they actually present him and they might present him very well in the beginning you know whatever you know committed to WrestleMania and all of that, but who knows what it's going to look like down the road in like two months, even. That's what I was saying this on the Patreon mailbag show I did with Dan Layton yesterday, uh, that it is, it's not a case of mania. It's not even a case of the raw after mania. I'm looking at the raw or SmackDown in six weeks time. 
where's Cody there? Like, what does that look like for Cody Rhodes then in WWE? I think that will be like a real good litmus test of what we can expect to see from Rhodes in his WWE return. But I also do feel like he's coming in at a good time, though, because who else is there? Like, they haven't been, like, really pushing anybody in terms of, like, challengers and whatnot, creating, you know, obviously we can argue the whole creating stars thing. That's, you know, a whole argument that's been done and drawn out already. But it's like they i feel like cody is coming in at a good time to be considered you know one of the main event guys like with you know his name and everything that he did after he left wwe and all of that but also just right now there's an opening there's an opening for somebody to you know essentially grab the brass ring and you know do something with it so i i'm interested to see how it's going to work out i'm excited and i really do hope that it happens for night two because other than that there's nothing else like i'm looking at the like these matches this could have easily been one night wrestlemania like a six car like they could have even done like eight matches and that's it like they like there's so many of these matches that i don't even need to see happening on uh either night Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, I could really do without that. I think this is like the fifth time. And that's the, here's the thing. Like their matches haven't been terrible, you know, like they haven't been bad. They've been like solid little matches, but we should not be seeing this match for like the third time now. I think this is the third pay-per-view that this has been on. Like that's not a WrestleMania match. That wasn't even, God, what was the first pay-per-view that they did it on? I forgot what it was, but it wasn't even for that pay-per-view either. And I'm like, damn. And that was like, you know, a a lesser pay-per-view than WrestleMania so it's like did they have a match at day one yeah there you go day one that's what it was day one that's the first one that they had and then they had another one and the one where he landed oh uh crown jewel right yeah yeah that was against the other lads madcap yeah okay never mind so there you go but still um and then uh this match here so in terms of like it's not gonna be like a bad match it's just gonna be a little it's just going to be there you know that's like here is my one positive i can say about two night wrestlemania i don't know if i love two night wrestlemania in the same way that i didn't love two night wrestle kingdom um but my one positive i can say is that it is currently being reported that the show is only three hours long that's nice it's nice yes with a two-hour pre-show so it's five hours but but three-hour main card I am all in for that because when I think back to like WrestleMania 35 and that show was seven hours long with the pre-show, I was so done by that main event. But if it's a three-hour card, I am going to be right there and I'm going to be much more awake than I would have been had it been a seven-hour show. Yeah, I get it. Like I told you, like for me, I haven't had an issue with it because I was at those shows and maybe I just had like different experiences where I would get there. See, like you got to understand, like when you're there, it's entirely different. I think like, yeah, obviously you do get tired as a crowd. Like that's bound to happen. That happened to me at Revolution. I was tired and there were some bangers after bangers. But at at some point it doesn't matter because at some point when the show gets too long, like you'll have those moments where you're like, all right, I'm going to start looking around and see what people are doing. Because I'm starting to feel a little tired here. And especially if you're not sitting next to anybody that you can talk to, like that's something of a little, uh, that could be a thing, you know. But like usually for WrestleMania, like for me, it's a little bit different because I get there and I socialize, you know. <laughs> I have like like social hour, you know. And yeah. uh, so it's a little bit different. And, you know, it's this is the setup for media is a little bit different too. So I get to, you know, be on my computer and whatnot. So that obviously makes a change in, you know, what I'm doing. And also, you know, you I'm working. But so it's different for like for me going there and then maybe for like your 
like regular person going to the event. But I also felt like last time, because I was at WrestleMania 35, and when I went into the crowd, like it was, I would say like half and half. Like there was people that were still like up and energetic. And I think there was other people that were more so stressed about transportation. And then there was other people that were like, yeah, like we're here already. Like that's it, you know? No, you didn't hear that. You didn't I hear did. That. Yeah, no, I you did. Okay. <laughs> you did not hear anything. There is people that were like, screw it. We're here already. Let's finish out this show. Can I just quickly check something? Is it your birthday today? My birthday? Yeah. Ill. I would not be a March baby. <laughs> Ew. My, my wife's born in March. Oh, sorry. Sorry, March baby. <laughs> so is my grandma, actually. And my two aunties. <laughs> Good ill. No, what I would not a be a March birthday. Okay. Okay. Just checking. And by like... my attitude, you should know that I'm a Taurus. <laughs> when, Why would when's you a think Taurus? it's my birthday today? I wouldn't come on to the show looking like this on my birthday. Well, I did think I was like, I could have sworn it's not Denise's birthday day, but SP3 came into the chat today and called you his birthday twin. And I was like, is it SP3's birthday? In which case, if it is, that means it's also Denise's birthday. I would have told you something. I would have looked, I would have came on here looking all cute and stuff, you know, like you got to go a little extra for your birthday. No, my birthday's till May. May 18, Luke. I thought it was May. I was thinking of like, I know December. December. See, I know you're December 14th, December 18th. It's 14th. Wow. (laughs) Now we know who the real friend here is. (laughs) I was sat here thinking, it is not Denise's birthday today. Then a few people were saying happy birthday to SP3. And I was like, have I, have I, missed, have I lost months in my life? And I've just forgotten when it is. But I was right. It's okay. Please. Um, I am a bull through and through. So please, uh, no. Maybe anyway, Horus. Uh, I mean, for me, like in response to your sort of the point you were making about WrestleMania and that tiredness and things like that, when we watch it here in the UK, it is early in the morning. Like, what you know, time this... does it start for you? So, usually the main card starts at midnight. And then if it's a five hour show. Oh, God, well, show... no wonder you're always tired. Well, exactly. You gotta think right? so about like... that too. A seven hour show for you and it starts at midnight. Well, that makes more sense now. I'm like, it's yeah. not that bad. Dude, it is tiring. Well, if Actually, you're like, watching, if I was watching at midnight, are you kidding me? I would not watch the show. I would wait till the next day. When we did Revolution, it was like the main card started at 1 a.m. Oh, God, and, no. And then it's a four hour show. And we were like, oh my God, I'm so tired already. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Make Revolution two nights. <laughs> <laughs> Or just do it earlier in the day. Make it an afternoon show. It'd be much easier on me. Well, um, I wouldn't mind it. Like if it will actually, no, no, keep it the hour it is because here in the West Coast, I watch at like five. But um, I what I think is like I like I'm looking forward to WrestleMania because I get to hang out with my friends. Like it is me, it's Sullivan, it is uh, Pete, and it's Andy on night one. I bet you you know all their birthdays um i don't know when sullivan's is oh so you know everybody else's birthday no do i even know when andy's is hold on i've got it written down somewhere no you have to know this stuff i knew your birthday by memory yeah but you're a better person than i am thank like, you I, it's finally I, been established yeah i, I don't yeah i'm on in my inbox uh andy's is in june pete's is in august adams is in also in august there you go okay got it. well make sure to put denise there may Hold on. Okay. Denise May 18. Birthday. 
You know, I know like 50 18. people that were born on my birthday, by the way. I once did it a guy who shared my same birthday. It was so weird because we'd call <laughs> each other and be like, happy birthday, happy birthday. It was so weird. Two of my friends, I two of my friends who got married a couple of years ago were born an hour apart from each other. Oh, God. Yeah. It's really something. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I get to hang out with my friend and I'm gonna watch WrestleMania and I'm gonna have a grand old time. But like like you, night one is a way better night than, than night two. Like night two, I'm looking at it. The thing I'm looking forward to the most is Seth versus Cody. It sure as hell ain't and the it's not even on there. We don't and even know even for sure. It sure as heck ain't that women's tag title match. Could not give a flying flip. It like it ain't Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. That triple threat tag match is going to be great. And I love Johnny Knoxville, but I'm worried about him getting in a wrestling ring. So I, I'm there. I, I am excited to see Cody versus Seth. And that is more just so I can see Cody go back to WWE. So let me ask you a question. Let's just say that, you know, things happen, right? And he, and he doesn't go back. And, and it doesn't happen. How would you feel knowing that you kind of already got your hopes up? man like i have no idea because there is there's not a lot going on in night two like and i'm i'm not into brock versus roman like i i think it makes sense that that has not been a needle mover in terms of ticket sales i think that totally makes sense because we've seen it a bunch in the last six months i am unsurprised that it is not the big needle ticket selling mover that they thought it would be yeah i mean that's no surprise whatsoever and like the, the whole title versus title thing like it wasn't going to make like i wasn't gonna be like oh my god while well, they're doing it title for title ah you know that wasn't gonna happen do you know why i can tell you for why i guarantee you i'm i guarantee you there'll be a new title in the summer they will have a unified title for about three months come SummerSlam, whichever brand doesn't have a belt will have a new world title on it yeah, see, like, we already know, like, this isn't a long-term thing. Hey, no way is it a long-term thing. This is done to try and sell tickets, and it ain't working. Um, other matches rumored for WrestleMania as well. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest with the U.S. title was scheduled, but apparently it's not official. So that might not end up being on the WrestleMania card. That would actually be, like, a good, like, what do we call, what do we call it? It's like sleeper matches, the ones that you're like sleeped on I think or whatever. Call it a bathroom but like they're really good. Like what what is the, what's the term again? Sleeper matches? Yeah, like, like a sleeper hit. Yeah, like the ones that you think like, oh, you're not gonna be really into, and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like a banger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh and apparently there's nothing planned for Ricochet as IC champion, but the other match that is currently listed is a moss versus Bobby Lashley. Oh yeah, I saw that actually. Wasn't Sean? <laughs> didn't he put it out on Fightful Select? Yeah, I saw he, that. Yeah, yeah, Sean reported that. And yeah, Meltzer is now saying that it is listed internally, a Moss versus Bobby Lashley. But there is a caveat. Meltzer writes here: obviously, Lashley did not undergo major shoulder surgery, as was feared from his injury suffered in the match with Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, or he wouldn't be ready. However, the injury was serious enough that he hasn't wrestled since and is not cleared at this point. We were told this uh, that this match is on, provided Lashley can get cleared. If not, then plans will have to change. So yeah, so, we, like, this it all is depends. Interesting. Gone. Because I feel like this match was created to make Omaz into a star, like because he's they've been you know booking him like you know not badly for him right on there. But I like I can't buy 
him defeating Bobby Lashley. I can't buy it. But who knows? You know, they had him beat Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz in one night. I think that if this match goes on, it's to give Lashley the win. I think it I is hope for, so. Yeah, I think it's but for Lashley. at the same time, it's like they've done all this work with Omaz. I think that they are looking to turn Lashley babyface, and this will be the way to turn him babyface. And it'll be because they've been doing all those video packages from like he was in the army, cheer him. And I think that this will be the stepping stone for that. It'll be the first guy to take him off his feet. He'll hit the spear on him and then lock it. I don't know whether they would have him tap out to the hurt lock, but I certainly think that he will be a moss if this match happens. Right. I, I would, I would, I would, yeah, I don't know. I can't see him tapping out to the hurt lock. They would just be like, you know, he'd be so big, man. He probably wouldn't even see Bobby Lashley behind there. Who was it? He put the hurt lock on. I think it was Brock. Or was somebody that he put the hurt lock on and you couldn't even see Bobby Lashley behind him because he was so big? It might have been Brock. Uh, and just to wrap things up, there is no talk of the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal currently. Well, I mean, all the women are pretty much already in matches. You got that fatal four-way tag team match has like pretty much like the entire woman's roster in it. Yeah, exactly. And that's pretty much the reason why is there aren't enough women to facilitate a uh, women's battle royal. However, Meltzer writes here, the last we heard about the Andre the Giant men's battle royal was a few weeks ago. At that time, it was probably going to take place on the SmackDown show in Dallas, although there is a possibility it could be on the Raw in Pittsburgh, which will be this coming Monday's Raw. Sure. That makes I mean, more I, sense. Yeah, I, I had a Moss down to win that before the Lashley match was rumored. I thought you'd give a Moss the big WrestleMania Battle Royal win. I think I've always missed the Battle Royal. I don't remember watching the Battle Royal very often. I feel like that's the match I'm always like just getting in the building for. <laughs> <laughs> like I pop in, I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of people. All right, let's just get see what's going on. <laughs> um, before we uh, get into your Ultra Chats, Mod Mother, can I make a request? Can we put a poll up? Uh, here on the WrestleTalk Podcast live chat, because I'm curious to see what everyone else thinks should main event WrestleMania Night 1. Um, so should it be the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Should it be uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair? Or should it be Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair? For my money, it should be... should be Flair versus Rousey. That's that is what that is where my heart lies. I think it should be that match. While I don't think it is going to be the biggest and best match possible, like you know, the sort of the, it feels like it's the biggest match they have on paper on that night. Uh, so it's also honoring the WrestleMania thing, uh, sorry, the Royal Rumble thing. And I think in WWE's mind, that is the biggest match on night one. Had it been Steve Austin wrestling, one hundred percent. But it isn't. It's a talk show. I don't think it should be the main event. What about you? Final thoughts on it? Um, I agree with you. If it would have been a match for Austin, I would put that one as the main event. But if it's just a talk show, then I'm going to stick with Bianca and Becky. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, well, let's see what you've got to say about this in the Ultra Chat. Uh, get your uh, Ultra Chat into resttalk.com forward slash support. And hey, while you're clicking links, why not click the link and get yourself a copy of the digital version of the Wrestle Talk magazine for just one great British pound? That's all. Just one great British pound. Pound, fantastic offer. Uh, so please do click the links. Get yourself, oh, not my microphone, not my camera even. Get yourself a digital copy of the Wrestle Talk magazine. Uh, Laksimham Narasimham B said, considering that Brock versus Roman is going to close night two, it should be Becky versus Bianca on night one. But I guess creative could go Bianca, Bianca's redemption arc, but KO has heat with Texas. That's a good point as well. It's not just going to be the Austin pop, is it? It's probably going to be the Texas heat that, that KO gets. That, well, I mean, like, this could be, <laughs> be interesting too, because for WrestleMania, you have a lot of people coming from like Traveling all over crowd. the place. So I'm curious, like, what is the percentage of people that are not from Texas and then the people from Texas? Like, no offense, but I ain't going to boo the hell out of Kevin Owens. I don't give a damn about Texas. I'm just going to show up and be like, all right, it's Kevin Owens, you know? So like, I feel like the fly-ins are, I mean, if you want to pretend you're from Texas for the night, sure, <laughs> you know? But like, I ain't going to be passionately booing Kevin Owens because I ain't from Texas. I thought the, so I, um, I wasn't around for the earlier part of this week because I was filming a super secret project. 
Uh, oh, so you don't tell me about your super secret projects, huh? It, well, that's only because I don't think you would care about this super secret project. Like, oh. I'll happily tell you when we finish, but I don't think you'll really care much. Um, uh, but uh, so I, I didn't see Raw at all. Uh, I just listened to your and Sean's review and going in Raw's review. Um, but I did see the Kevin Owens thing, and I thought it was, it was pretty great. I thought his mannerisms when he was doing the entrance was superb. And like the proper trolling of the crowd who thought they were getting Austin. And then it was a bit like when uh, CM Punk came dressed out as Jeff Hardy, like after winning the title. Like, so I, I, yeah, there was some stuff that I thought was really, really great. But that's literally the only thing I have seen. And I haven't even seen the promo. I've literally just watched the entrance. Man. I, yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> You, mean, you don't have to be like, oh, you know what? I did. I missed the show. You know, the one time I missed Raw, like a couple months ago, I didn't even really like watch it or anything. I was just like, all right, cool. Hop in the next week. See what I missed. I didn't miss anything. Yep. I guarantee you I'm going to tune in on Monday or Tuesday morning. And I don't think I will have missed a, certain, a single thing. No. Uh, and even if you did, you'll get a replay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, was Seth AJ any good? Yeah, it was good. Actually, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. Mm -hmm. Was good. I'm surprised. Uh, Nate S said, if the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin closes the show and there isn't a match, do you think there will be a risk of, is that it? Feeling night one, uh, feeling leaving night one. Like it's always cool to see Stone Cold hit a stunner and drink a beer, but it seems the hype is more than that. That is such a good point as well. Like if it is that just a talk show and it's just Austin comes down, they do some local town heat, Austin hits the stunner and drinks the beer. Is that? like is that the best way to end out a show like i will feel like cool is that it though that's what i'm saying we're not used to it yeah <laughs> they can do it i mean you know if they were going to do this in some place someplace else it might be like just that's it but who knows maybe it'll just hit different in texas obviously with you know austin i love the fact that they're still promoting it as if it is a match like it's weird the way that yeah. they're promoting it i'm like i don't care what it is just tell me what it is like i don't want to be fooled or i don't want to get my hopes up none of that i just want to go in see what yeah. i'm supposed to see and that's it when like they in when stone sorry when kevin owens challenged him to come to uh wrestlemania and then Corey Graves was like it's been 19 years right I'm, I'm i was like, saying the same thing like why like, are you promoting Corey, that so much he was on raw two years ago he was on WrestleMania already a few years before that. Yeah, that was weird. That was the one thing that got me thinking like, hmm, because he really was like 19 years. I'm like, but we've seen him. Like, we've <laughs> seen him. Like, you can't, like, it, it would be different. Like, if right away you guys promoted that this as a match and then you were like 19 years. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, 19 years. But the way, it, it's just been weird. And yeah. then, like, even the whole, like, oh, yeah, it's just been weird. Uh, the Grizzly Gentleman discussing Cody in the office. I offered my take that maybe the whole undesirable to undeniable thing was always about going back to WWE, like a kid trying to get the respect and acceptance of a tough parent. Probably way of, but fun to possibly think about. I want to, I think there was even a report that said like Cody wanted to prove that he can make it in WWE and that is why he's going back. Yeah, I think I said that on some podcasts, like just, you know, proving that you are a star. Yeah, <sighs> which is, that's a shame. I, I, I really think like is everything. Is really? Because yeah. I also feel like, here's the thing, like everybody has a different career trajectory and everybody defines success as something different. Like, well, for, you know, you know, for like 
I don't know what you define success as, but I know what, like what I define success as may not be what the next person is. So like for Cody, it might be just like, you know what? I want to be a star in the biggest company. WWE is still the biggest company. Okay. I want to be a star there. That may be what his term of idea of success is. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like I haven't the interviewed whole- Cody. I can't tell you that. Everything that he was doing from 2016 onwards, like, and then to just do all of that and then be like, but I still need to go back there. It just seems so weird. Seems people, such a weird thing to do. people are different, Luke. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's so many, t- like, think about all the times when, like, you see people that are not booked well and they resign with the company and you're like, why? You could have gone out and been this and that. Well, you know what? Money talks. So, like, people have different things of what they just, de- de- you know, determine as success and what they want in their lives. So, whether it be power, like, star power, creative, just a paycheck long-term you know security with money i don't know uh 10 rosa here well i'm not a reviewer and not watching everything i would love a five to six hour one day wrestlemania make it feel like the super bowl love the pomp and circumstance it's sad that i'm more interested in what the stage and stadium looks like than the show (laughs) itself please talk uh, more about how the real main event of that weekend is super card of honor that and double or nothing are the things I'm looking forward to the most. If KO closes night one, think about night one as part one, then an intermission, and then night two as part two. That's a hell of a long intermission right there. Yeah, um, it is. How you know, Tenrose has got a point though, Denise. AEW payrolls, Denise Salcedo. Ten uh, that is Supercard of Honor on the Friday beforehand. Yeah, so um I'm excited for the show. It should be a good time. I have no idea what to like really expect, but you know what? For me, I'm showing up, going to do whatever I'm told to do and have a good time. Just like the AEW shill that you are. You know, it's funny. So like I have a little story here and I'll share it. This is my little, uh, I don't know what to call it. So yeah, this is what happened. So like I was booked for the show, right? Like ahead of the purchase and everything. And then the purchase was made, right? And everybody kept asking me like, hey, Denise, like, are you still on the show? And I thought, well, I mean, like they already booked me and like I already said no to like a bunch of other stuff now. Like you're stuck with me, right? And then like as the the, the weeks progressed, I started to think, man, am I booked for this show? I don't even know. So I had to go and put on my little investigator hat and go and ask people until finally I I reached out to the right person and was like, hey, you know, like, this is what's going on. I just, you know, I am I booked on this show. And so like, as of like three days ago, I'm officially officially for sure booked on the show oh, oh, hold the phone so only it's been three days since it's been fully confirmed have you been planning like am i really yeah. still <laughs> well because i thought like okay you know like they already announced it so i'm booked for the show but then afterwards like it started to get in my head where i was like maybe i'm not booked anymore like maybe <laughs> things change like no one has told me anything what's happening so finally i was like okay i need to find out what is going on here so yeah <laughs> Well, no, good. I don't worry. And my I'm whole glad. plan was just going to be to show up. Yeah, you just going to show up and just be like, do you still need me? Like, yeah, I'm here to work, man. <laughs> uh, Sheldon Jackson with a very interesting question here, which is, uh, let's not talk about the main event. What match would you have open both nights of WrestleMania? Ooh, that's a funner question. Yeah, I like that. that. Okay, let's see. Night it one. Yeah, sorry. Funner. <laughs> um, Night one. I would probably, ooh, 
this is hard. This is very hard. Okay. I'm going to go all out. If Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair isn't, isn't the main event, I'm going to go with it opening the show for night one. The KO show with Steve Austin. Okay. You're really going all out. I would open with it. I'd open with it. Like give the people, like if there are people that have bought tickets just for that, and then they're going to leave afterwards, I've already got their ticket money. So I may as well just open with it and have them out the door. Yeah. But then it'll be sad. Cause then if people leave and you're in the main event and everybody's just like, <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, but like That's I'm trying sad. to get like Edge versus AJ. Maybe I think it would be like a really good like work rate match. Um, but it, I, I mean, just feel like that belongs somewhere else on the show. I can't like not the opener because it's not going to be the Usos because that's your bathroom break match. Yeah, no, and it, uh, Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin. I'd be like, oh, yeah, and then, like, like those are your spacer matches. Those are the ones to like space between the actual big matches, right? And then your Logan Paul Miz match, since that's your celebrity match, that's going to go somewhere else in the show. So it really is only like you either go all out or you give a weak start with Happy Corbin, Drew McIntyre. Man, could you imagine? Um, yeah, Ray and Don versus Logan Paul and Miz. I'm sure some people care. I, I, I'm not. I'm not one of them. Me either. I'm yawning <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, night two. What do you think? I'm opening with that tag team triple threat match because that is going to be like the big explosive high spot match. And I think that you can do that and then maybe do the women's four way to like bring everyone down because it's probably ain't going to be that great. I agree with you. It's got to be the tag match. Like I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, you got a celebrity match with Pat McAfee. You got a celebrity match with Johnny Knoxville. The women's match has got to be somewhere else in the card. And, uh, I mean, granted, there's still matches we don't know where they're going to be at, but based on what we know so far, it's got to be the tag match. Yeah, like if um if Ballard Priest gets confirmed, that'd be a pretty good one to open with on night two. Um, Seth Cody, I think you'd probably want to save a little bit, uh, and you do not want to be opening with a Moss Bobby. Lashley. Oh my god! I ha- oh wait, never mind. What are you I had say? an idea, but then I remembered that night two, we already have a main event. Well, let's just say like, because <laughs> I was going to say like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like at the end of the show, Seth Rollins comes out and is just like, I didn't have a match. I need to have a match. We're not leaving. Nobody's going home until I have a match. Do you know what? I'd love that. If we then think that like <laughs> right? Brock and Roman is the main event and we're like, wow, they didn't do the Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes thing. And then Seth comes out afterwards. That would be awesome yeah like wow and you know he was throwing that tantrum on monday and freaking out and throwing things and all of that so like maybe he can come in like come in at the end like he could come in sporadically right like on first night second night all pissed trying to get a match then at the end of the show you think it's over it's not over don't go home yet wait you're not leaving till i get my match i didn't get my match where's my wrestlemania yeah and then sonia pierce come out and be like seth the people gotta go home all right well (laughs) you know what we're gonna give you a match or or no 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 not that because that would actually ruin things no and then afterwards i don't know cody's music hits i'm not a booker moving on denise you're not the booker here you're the ideas person like i i'm and that's what the role that i fulfill at wrestle talk as well a few weeks ago i messaged andy Danson on discord and i was like wordle but for wrestlers and that was it and andy messaged me back saying i don't know how to do that and i said neither um, do i andy your i'm just idea the idea not guy. too clever luke let me bury your idea for a second this is why mm. it's not too clever in of idea because the second wordle came out we got a taylor swift wordle Taylor or Taylor, I can't say. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. So it's already been there, done that. 
But when I came up with this idea, there wasn't a wrestling version of it. There is now. It's everyone inside the ropes. But there wasn't when I came up with this idea. And Andy said to me, I don't know how to do that. And I said, neither do I. But I'm the ideas guy. I'm not here to come. I'm not here to fix the problem. I'm just here to create one. So you're the person that says we want a machine that when I snap my fingers, my pizza comes out. You just can't make the machine. That's exactly right. I'm the ideas guy. Yeah, I feel you. I'm along those lines, too. Um. Hang on. Andy says uh, the Wordle League sucks, though. Did Andy say our Wordle Andy did not. Andy keeps winning our Wordle League. Why would he say that it sucks? He he wins, like, every single week. Maybe he thinks it sucks because he has got no competition in it. I hate Wordle. I hate it so much. We, uh, I, I mean, I like the banter that we have in our Wordle League. That is pretty much the only reason I'm doing it now, because I enjoy, like... I like, I mean, I get to talk to Adam and Jenna like every day about how Wordle many and stuff. leagues are you in? I feel like you're in so many leagues. I mean, in the one league, I mean, I mean, we got our one Wordle work league, and you it's, got uh, your dad's board game clubs. That's a everyone, league, too. That's not a league, that's just my board game dad. You have a lot of group gatherings with a theme, yeah. You have a, <laughs> you're in a lot of clubs. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I am in a lot of clubs, you are. Yeah, got no gone, clubs. Why have you got no clubs, Denise? What club do you want to be part of? You I'm want to be part, part of, of our Denise Wordle Salcedo club? Works and gets paid club. Denise, you can be part of our Wordle League if you want. Oh God, no! <laughs> I can't do no. I don't have time for Wordle. Well, we do um hurdle as well. You know the music version of it. How does that work? So basically, you get given a you get given a second of a song, and if you don't get it, you can get another second, and then you if get, it's like, not a Taylor Swift, I can't play. <laughs> I mean, spoilers for today's hurdle. If anyone hasn't played it yet, it was Amy Winehouse today. Oh, was it? They try to make me go to rehab, and I wouldn't. Yeah, it was the Valerie one. Ever. It was the That's the only song one. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I didn't get it either. Like, I got it after four guesses because I needed to hear the actual beat. I didn't was realize it was. Yeah, no, it was Valerie. There was so much oh, chat at the start. There was so much like banter at the start, being like, oh, we're ready to go now. And then they're kicking. I'm like, I've only ever heard the radio edit of this, apparently. Anyway, Matthew Crozier says, hello from Northern Ireland. Love the podcast. What's your favorite rodeo main event? Mine is the Steer Wrestling. Hmm? I don't know. You were the one who was talking about rodeos earlier. Oh, yeah, but I've never actually been to a rodeo. <laughs> I was like, what? I've never been to a rodeo. I want to go to a rodeo. I've never been. I've never been to one either, Denise. Have you ever done a um like the the bucking bronco thing? Like the, the bull mechanical... riding thing? Yeah, the mechanical yeah, bull. Yeah, twice. Yeah, how good were you? I'm pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah. I can okay. hang on for a long time, and then eventually I just get dizzy, and I'm like, I do like a slow fall. Like you know how some people get like thrown off. I do like a very small like. Like a very slow motion, ladylike fall. Just be like, okay, that is it. <laughs> and I'm just go. datingly go off. The yes, exactly. Damsel in distress. Like I hate, like I hate when people just like fall, like all ugly. I'm like, fall with some grace. <laughs> fall with style, you idiots. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of fun too. But I, it's more. It's not like I can hold on for a long time. But it's more of like the my head starts to hurt. So I'm like, ah, I'm done. I got to give up. So it's more like I give up. Yeah. Uh, and Nate S. This is a brilliant, brilliant uh, ultra chat here. 
Denise is on WWE programming and working for Ring of Honor, getting paid by AEW. She is the forbidden door. Congratulations. And GCW. And she's GCW as well. Mission Pro. She is. And the, the Observer door. and Fightful. That's right. You are. And on WrestleTalk, you're literally the forbidden door of all wrestling programming. And I do videos with the WrestleTalk guys, the Cultaholic guys. That's true, man. Who'd have thunk it? Every forbidden door, I'm just like, mm, <laughs> oh, mm. Just flying through with the knee-shaped holes. You know, it's funny because a lot of people have been bringing that up and I'm like, ha. <laughs> well, it made me laugh. Um, we have also finished up our poll for who should main event WrestleMania night one. The people have spoken. Flair versus Rousey got 21% of the votes. That's a little bit. Where's what's the other percentage? The Kevin Owens show, 26% of the votes. 52% of the votes said that Becky versus Bianca Belair should be the main event of night one. I win. You did win. You won this league. Woohoo. <laughs> home. I could I could carry I could chin up for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'll uh, did he... say something, but I don't think I'm allowed to say it on this podcast. <gasps> we are all about terrible teasers today. Like, I've been teasing my super secret project that you don't care about, the guest that I'm not allowed to announce yet. You've now got a project you're not allowed to talk about. No, that's not what I said. What did you just say? I said I was about to say something, but I can't say it on this podcast. Why can't you say it on this podcast? Because you get mad if I say oh. bad words. Oh, it wasn't a bad say. word. I just don't know if it's an appropriate word. Okay. Because you know, okay, do you watch Marvelous Miss Maisel? Mrs. Maisel? Do you I watch do that not, show? I do not know. Okay, then never mind. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, did well, you say chin up? They say something else up, and I was gonna say it, and then I was like, oh, I don't think that's appropriate. Is it tits up? Oh, what well, now? You... <laughs> well, now you said it. Yeah, I didn't oh, know no. it was appropriate to say tits on here or not, but now that you said it, tits up. <laughs> <laughs> based on your hand motion like is it tits up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's delightful uh denise always a pleasure to have you here on the team denise show on a friday uh what have you got you'd like to plug uh over on your own channel uh, i got a lot of stuff coming up next week so youtube.com slash denise salcedo and the, oh yeah and follow me on twitter because i'm like 600 700 followers away from 60k you go i've just passed 32 that no have i i don't think i have actually i think i'm still at 31,000, which is i was there this time last year no lou come on uh let's have a look what do i have you gotta hustle you gotta hustle yep. on that account 31.4 please with that mate it took me like two years to get past that 30 grand, like that 30,000. I'm pleased to be at 31.4. Thank you, every single one of you, who, uh, every single one of those 31.4 thousand people. It took me less than a year. <laughs> it took me less than a year to hit 50K. Yeah, Denise, but that's because you tweet like during wrestling shows. I ain't watching wrestling shows live. I ain't tweeting during wrestling shows. And then I tweet about them the following day and no one cares anymore. They still care when I tweet the following day. That's because people like you, Denise, and they care what you have to say. That's why you gotta have a bunch of followers, because some won't like you and some will. Um wow. Uh so apparently uh Triple H has also just announced 
Uh, he's currently on first take at the moment, ESPN's first take, and he's announced that he's had his final match. Oh, sh yeah. Oh, well, now I'm depressed. Yeah, Triple H is now, this is um, Sean Ross said this is like eight minutes ago. Uh, Triple H is now on first take. He started to cough up blood and Stephanie noticed it, leading to him getting checked out. After getting tested, he was in heart failure and had to go straight to the emergency room. Triple H says he's never wrestling again following his cardiac event in an interview. Uh, Triple H clip was gutting. He said that he was like being put out to pastures, wondering whether he'd wake up to be there for his daughters. Man alive, that's tough. Man. Oh, that sucks. That sucks so bad. Uh, I mean, yeah. hey, hey, Denise. Before we get out of here, then, do you want to? What's your what's what Triple H match did everyone go and watch? I love them all. You know, I'm a Triple H fan, man. I love so many of his matches, but like everything that he did with McFoley, I even loved his. You know, loved his match with the Undertaker. Like, I love a lot of Triple H matches. Yeah. Um, I like how you asked me that question because you're like, I know that you're more of a fan. Well, no, no, I, I, I have said previously that I can count on one hand like Triple H matches that I think are actually mm -hmm. worth checking out because I think a lot of them are, you know, not, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my style. I think his WrestleMania matches are too long. However, his Hell in a Cell match against Undertaker at WrestleMania is one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, as is his Royal Rumble 2000 street fight with Cactus Jack. Dang alive, those matches rule. And actually, his match with Undertaker WrestleMania X7 is really underrated. Yeah, I really love that match. That yeah. was one of my favorites. Really underrated. And the, the match with Sean, when Sean comes back in 02, is banging. Yeah, go and watch some Triple H matches on the network, everyone. Um, and if you're in the US and you've got the sucky version of the network, then you surf We don't BPN. got the network at no, all. No, that's what I mean. You surf Shark VPN and get the proper version of the network. Uh, Denise, what do you got planned for this weekend? Uh, for this weekend, I'm actually going to Cirque du Soleil with my um, my mom and my grandma and my sister and my fiance. We're all going to Cirque du Soleil, so that should be really fun. Uh, I have to go get a veil for my wedding dress. That's happening on uh, Saturday, too. And then Sunday, I just basically got to start working for the next week. So, yes, yeah, so I got Saturdays off, and then Sunday I'll be working. So, um, so on that note, you've actually just reminded me there. Do, 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 uh, so I did the Patreon mailbag show yesterday, which is usually yours and mine show that we do together. But you were unavailable. And that is because I asked you far too late to, <laughs> to do it. So that is 100% my fault. Uh, but I did it with Dan Layton in the end. However, there were some questions that were designed specifically for you. Okay. Uh, I need to see if I can find one of them now because uh, Dan did his best to answer it. But obviously, you know, you're the person. Uh, on second, do, 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 do. we got a lot of questions, obviously, because we always do. Okay, uh, so Zach asked Denise, I saw you said yes to the dress recently. Aside from the obvious answer of marrying your partner, what's the one thing you're most looking forward to on the wedding day itself? Oh, that's a good question. On is it safe to answer the honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you could totally want to. What are you doing here, honeymoon? Um, I don't know yet, but I'm probably thinking Switzerland. As of Ooh. right now, that's like my dream vacation. So yeah. I do want to go there, but I'm looking forward to the honeymoon. 
waiting until like kind of everything is all over all the stresses and everything is done yeah and what's worse is that i'm like a very slow bride like i have not done everything that i'm supposed to be doing i have this checklist and everything says past due <laughs> past due past due past due past due uh i mean we had a we had a real tight turnaround we only had six months to sort our wedding out so, oh wow yeah because we got engaged in december and then got married in the october but we didn't get like our venue booked until like february march time and they were like oh we've got a date this coming october if you want it and then we got it like dirt cheap so we were oh, like 100 wow. let's do that right now oh that's good though but i can't imagine planning a wedding in six months like you could do it it's doable but everybody stresses me out it's more of the vendors that stress me out they're like you haven't done this yet you haven't done that it's everybody that's stressing me out like i'm not stressed I wasn't stressed until everybody kept asking me questions like, have you done this yet? And I'm like, no. And then they're like, you need to do that right now. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going. <laughs> I've got GCW to do. I was like, I got, uh, I got work here, people. I was going to say, you're a busy woman. Uh, that guy who wants to support said, uh, Denise, if you had to try and get into one of the Wrestle Talk Boys nerdy hobbies, which one it would be and who would you like to help you out with it? What are your hobbies? um well i mean if you want to go with mine i'm into retro video games i am into oh, no. board games Ugh. i'm into uh collecting ghostbusters on no no no. <laughs> no what are my hobbies what else do i like doing what are my like other adam. options uh, adam is into board games Oh, uh, no, that's Pete just... is into Pete's into role playing board games. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Ollie's into. Uh, I don't think Ollie's like fitness is a hobby of his. His fitness? Yeah, like it. It is. Yeah, he is. A, he's a bit of a fitness nut at times. That's not like a nerdy thing. That's like that's a what normal I mean. it's, thing. It's a not apparently it's a normal thing. I know. I don't do it. Um, Laurie's into climbing. That's not a nerdy thing, too. That's more of like an adventurous thing. Uh, he's also into miniatures, like painting, like uh, Warhammer 40,000 and things like that. No. <laughs> Can I go you with got... climbing? Climbing, if that's the best option we have. Yeah, that's the best option. I'll go with <laughs> climbing. What's wrong with playing board games with us, Denise? I don't know. It just sounds, I can't. <laughs> like, once it gets into those very intricate board games, I'm just like, no, this is not going to do very well. Yeah, I mean, you enjoyed werewolf, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I had a blast playing werewolf, but that was easy. That's what you say, <laughs> werewolf. No, um, I just didn't <laughs> uh, and lastly, Jonathan Hedman wanted to say that it was really nice to meet you at Revolution. Oh, nice! It was nice to meet you too. Um, so yeah, so fun weekend planned for you, Denise, and then you've got a heck of a busy week coming up. So, are you going to Dallas all week? Yeah, I'm going to be there from Thursday and I'm leaving Monday. So I won't be at Raw after Mania. I'll be back here by then. But yeah, yeah the whole week. It also means you won't be on the Team Danuk show next week. Yeah, no, I won't be here next week. No, no, it's fine. I, I'll find someone to do it with. I may not even do it. Um, We see like we were talking about possibly doing live reactions to Supercard of Honor, but I don't think we will do. I'd, I'd like to because I really want to watch Briscoes versus FTR more than anything. And um, Swerve Scott versus Alex Zane. Yeah, it should be a good time. Should be a good time. But uh, that is all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Denise, thank you as always for joining us today. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for the SmackDown podcast. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.